The following program is nearly as stupid as those voting Kanye West for president. It's the Church of Spence-tology. Here is Spence. Yeah, if you if you vote for Kanye, you're dumb. Yeah, first of all, I know you have every right to vote for whomever you decide to vote for. I'm not saying you don't have a right to do it. I'm just saying if you do it, you're dumb. It's a serious world, man. If you're going, uh, I'm going to vote for Kanye, that's funny. It's not funny. It's dumb. And if it's one of these things, well, I can't vote for any one of those other two guys. Okay, that's your prerogative. you got to vote your conscience. But really, Kanye is your conscience. And I get it. We're not supposed to make fun of those that have uh, mental health issues. But he's a rich man and has access to the best mental health professionals and medications possible. And at times, it doesn't seem like he's following their advice. So, again, please vote. <laughs> Except in my state here in Nevada, in Vegas, uh, Kanye wasn't on the ballot. So obviously it wasn't a choice. (laughs) But uh, nonetheless, I already voted. I hope you will vote as well. And I hope things go very peacefully on November 3rd or November 4th, for that matter. And uh, people don't burn stuff down. Be a good thing. Uh, My name is Spence. This is the Church of Spence-tology podcast, episode 143. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about how you can get out of your car lease. Now, don't turn it off. I know that sounds incredibly boring, uh, but I have an idea. I have a lease on a car that's expensive, and I I really shouldn't be spending this much money a month on it being that I don't have a job, uh, but I do have a plan to get out of the lease, and I will share that with you in just a second. Also, a song of the week that is Halloween-related. That is on the way. But first, a very nice birthday gesture by Orlando Bloom for his wife, uh, Katy Perry, who turned 36, I think, over the weekend, on the 25th. He got Borat to wish her a happy birthday. Yuck Shamash, Katie Pepsi. I was planning on going sailing in Florida, and so I make internet searching of Orlando water sports. But instead, Mr. Google sent me a photograph of your husband with his crumb out. He have a very good one. It must be nice to see Orlando bloom. You will have a very nice birthday. A lot of cream on your cake. Why not? (laughs) You can see the video on Katy Perry's Instagram. And she wrote, OMG, at Orlando Bloom. That's nice, right? And the movie, and and let's get the official name, Borat, subsequent movie film, delivery of uh, prodigious bride to American regime for making benefit a once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. The, uh, The movie is on Amazon, and I love it. Rotten Tomatoes gives gives it 84. That's really solid. Now, the first one, I absolutely loved. But over time, it's just, it's not as funny because you know the bits are coming. But true story, when I saw the first one, I fell out of my chair laughing so hard during the naked wrestling scene. Now, in the new one, there's not there's not quite that laugh out loud. There's a lot of disgusting. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot of offensive. And, and he does stuff that no one else seemingly can get away with. The only one that comes close is probably Seth MacFarlane on Family Guy. But there's some stuff that's way out there. But I think the plot on this movie and how they tie it all together is really kind of cool and really smart. And you can tell the movie was filmed pre-COVID 
and during COVID, and the movie adjusts to it. It's really smart. So if you get a chance to see it on Amazon, uh, Borat, subsequent movie film, it's, uh, it's really good. Okay, on, on this uh, episode of the Church of Spenstology, I'm going to tell you how to get out of your lease. Now, again, don't. it's not boring like that. I'm not going to go through a, a six-step process of, well, contact your... No, uh, I just have a brilliant idea. I have an Audi A4, and wh- when I had a job, that was cool. When you, when you don't have a job and you're paying, it's not good. It's, it's a lot of money that I don't particularly have. So we're going to do that right after this. The Church of Spenstology is brought to you by Chip and Mails, the first ever vote-by-mail mail service. Some people don't trust voting by mail, but now there's Chip and Mails, the vote-by-mail mail service. Fill out your ballot, then call Chip and Mails. In minutes, one of our sexy chiseled mailmen will arrive at your doorstep wearing only a bow tie and a smile. Simply insert your ballot into his G-string or place it in your cleavage and he'll gladly retrieve it with his teeth. With Chip and Mails, there's zero chance of mail fraud. You know, because he's in a sheer G-string, so everyone can see that he's all male. Man. For a little extra, you can even leave your postmark on his firm buttocks. Seal your ballot with a kiss from Chip and Mails, the vote-by-mail mail service. I imagine Senator Lindsey Graham hearing that commercial and asking, is it discreet? <laughs> it's the Church of Spenstology podcast, 100% pumpkin spice free. So get that shit out of here. Here's Spence. Okay, if you've followed, and you should, subscribe and whatnot. Doesn't, it doesn't cost you anything, you cheapskate. Uh, if you have been following the Church of Spenstology podcast, uh, you know my name is Spence. I used to work in radio, hoping to get back into radio. Not having much luck with that, because I've been without a job now for 10 months. Uh, and and it's, it's a tough world. You know, and you add COVID into the whole thing and the changes in, in, in the radio industry. I'm sure a lot of you have noticed that you used to have like local DJs and for a lot of stations and a lot of shows, they're gone and you're getting somebody piped in from Kansas City or whatnot. Um, I hope to be that guy pumped in from Kansas City. <laughs> but uh, the hard part for me is, you know, since I was, I've worked like every day since I was 16. So I've always had a job. So not having one for this length of time, it, it's a bit tough. So I, I want to make sure that I, I, I'm not whining about it. I'm not complaining. I'm just pointing out the specifics of the situation because I, I am blessed. And I know there are so many people out there that are in far worse situations than I. But like anyone, I have obligations. I have bills. And when you don't have a lot of money coming in, you obviously have to prioritize. You have to pay what you can, where you can, when you can. And what I've noticed is you've just got to stretch the money out as long as possible. So if you've been in this situation, or maybe you are presently in the situation, you know exactly what I'm talking about. A lot of people in Vegas especially have lost their jobs. So we took measures to try to stretch the money. We cut the cord finally. So we got rid of DirecTV several months ago. That's That saved us like $240 a month. Um, I was I had a storage unit forever, 10 by 10. And trust me, what a bunch of assholes. A couple months ago, they, they go, hey, uh, we're raising your rates, new ownership. And they, they were going to jump the price 57%. And of course, 
I don't really keep my mouth shut. So I called and I, I called to talk to somebody's supervisor. I carried it up. I, I'm, I'm not going to apologize for it. But my point was, you're going to raise the rate I have on this storage unit, 57% in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of one of the hardest hit cities uh, by COVID and, and the recession of anywhere in the country. You know, you're just an asshole. I don't know who owns the place. And, you, and with, with many storage places, you never can talk to the owner because the owner is a group of guys and they live all over. They, they, there's middle management people that handle that stuff and they don't care. They just don't care. And I suppose it's not their job to. It's their business, but still. So I emptied out the storage unit. That saved me 85 bucks a month. By the way, if, if there is one reason the rest of the world hates the United States, it has to be mini storage. Right? <laughs> no, because we have so much crap. We buy so much crap that the 2,000 square foot house we live in doesn't have enough room for all our crap, so we have to buy our crap its own 10 by 10 little house. <laughs> Mini storage. Used to be, when your house got too full of crap, you would, you'd fill up your garage with the extra crap. But now, you have to get your crap a second home, which is, is mini storage. So anyway, long story short, we, we rid ourselves of that expense. So basically our crap basically moved back in with us <laughs> and we park our cars on the street. I, I have, uh, I have standard expenses. I, I have nothing outrageous. I don't have outrageous credit card bills. I'm, I'm very blessed that, that although I'm not great with my money, uh, I'm also not, you know, horrible either. So nothing extravagant. I, I have my car. That might be the most extravagant that it goes. And it's an Audi A4. It's a nice car. So it's not like uh, uh, an Audi A8 or it's not A7. It's not top of the line. But, the, you know, I got a lease. It's expensive. When you have a job, it's no big deal. You know, and, and I really, outside of the normal, you know, the mortgage and groceries, there's only like a couple things I spend money on. And that's really whiskey. Uh, Golden Knight swag. If you've ever seen me anywhere. I'm wearing, I'm wearing Golden Knights shorts, a Golden Knights hoodie. Right to my left is a Golden Knights hat along with a mask. Yeah, so I spend my money on whiskey, Golden Knights swag, and, and my car. Okay? When you don't have a job, that's a tough bill to pay. I still need the car, obviously, but I don't need one that expensive. So I, I'm looking at options. It's been 10 months in. I haven't had a job. I've had to pay that huge car payment every month. So I'm trying to figure out ways. And early on in the pandemic, Audi Financial was awesome. They were awesome. A lot, of, a lot of companies did this. They just basically gave you a three-month respite. They said, hey, take these three months. We'll put them at the end of the term. So I had no car payments for, for three months. No, no interest, no penalty or anything like that. Just shifted. And because you think... Oh, come on. I'm going to get a job in no time. And <laughs> what you figure out is when you don't have a job, time flies. And those three months magically disappeared like Trump's COVID. It was, I'm sick. Poof. I'm not sick. I'm cool. I'm fine. It's magical. So it was cool. Very thankful. But I still got to pay it. It's just, it's just put off because I thought I'd have a job. 
Well, now it's been several months since, and I've continued to pay, you know, I called out eFinance and, and explained the situation, told them the story, and asked them what they could do. And the woman was super nice and, and initially offered that, well, we can, we can offer you a fourth month. So that's cool. Another, you know, I'd shift it to the end. And I'm, and I, and I'm like, okay, that, that doesn't necessarily help that much. Uh, it's, a, it's a small little Band-Aid. And I, and I, I didn't take it because I can still pay my car payment. And I need more of a long-term solution. So she says, well, you could transfer the lease to a friend or a family member. Essentially, they'll take over the payments for you, but it's still on you if they don't make the payment or damage the vehicle. And <laughs> I'm going through the list of people I know and family members. And I'm like, first of all, no one wants that payment. Uh and while you're a very nice woman, you don't know my friends or family, and I wouldn't trust them with that ever. Hell no. And I've, se I've seen this before, where a guy gets sucked in by the stripper. She's hot, but she's bad with her money. She may or may not have a drug problem. So he, and she has bad credit, obviously, so he leases a car for her in his name. She promises to make the payments, but before the car is off the lot, She's broken up with him and left with the car. And oh, what a shock. She's not making the payments. <laughs> and he's stuck. So I'm like, okay, that's not really an option. She says, well, you can bring it back to the dealership and they can sell it. But you will owe the balance. So if, if, if they sell it for $10,000 and you owe us $25,000, you will be responsible for that, that $15,000, which is just a crap idea. I'm thinking brilliant financial move. I'll drop it off at the dealer and the sales manager who will know the situation because he's a sales manager will call his buddy and give him a sweet deal on a gently used Audi A4. Uh, hey man, are you still looking for a car for your 16 year old daughter? Well, hey, how about a 2018 Audi A4? I'll give it to you for five grand. And the dude's like, well, how, how is that possible? That's awesome. And the sales manager's like, well, let's just say some dope with a lease he couldn't pay gave it back to the dealership. I get 5,000 from you and he's still on the hook for 25 grand. <laughs> While she's telling me this, that's all going through my head. Meantime, I don't, I don't have a job, okay? I still don't have a job. Now I owe 25 grand to Audi, and I'm crossing the street to get to the bus stop and nearly get hit by some spoiled private school asshole driving my car! <laughs> so, <laughs> cross that one off. So jokingly, and I think I've built up enough rapport with this woman that I can joke with her, I said, uh, I think the better option is I keep the car. I don't make the payments and I hide it in my buddy's garage, you know, move it around spot to spot, keep it as long as I can. She does not find that funny whatsoever. And <laughs> because every call is being recorded for, you know, <laughs> quality assurance, she recommends against it. And, by the way, I suspect that, that my car has some sort of GPS tracking on it 
for these purposes of st- being stolen or whatever, where they would find the car and relieve me of it fairly quickly, no matter who I convinced to let me leave it in their garage. So, you know, I'm trying to stretch the money. I'm trying to budget. Back in the day, my mom used to buy budget pot pies, beef pot pies. They're, they're probably still in the, in, the, in, the, in the supermarket for like 49 cents. And they're okay. You put them in the oven for 12 minutes and inside. The, the thing about the, the budget beef pot pie is there's usually two pieces of meat and, and a bunch of something that passes for gravy and assorted vegetables. So what you had to do is you had to budget. You had to budget the meat and make sure that you only took a little bite of meat for every bit of veg and gravy so that you had a satisfying meal. So you stretched out the beef and the pot pie through the whole meal. And that's what you're trying to do when you don't have a job and and limited money coming in. I have come up with the solution to get rid of the payment on this car to eliminate the lease. Okay? This is what you've been waiting for. This is the smartest thing I've ever come up with. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to drive that beautiful, and I love the car. I really do. 2018 Audi A4. I'm going to drive it to Portland, Oregon. I will arrive no later than November 3rd, and I will drive downtown Portland. I will research exactly where the protests have been going on for the last 125 days or whatever. Okay. There's a certain, by the way, the media uh, or the president or whomever makes it sound like the whole city's on fire. It's like a two block area where they're, where they're protesting and, and the, it's not as blown out as you think it is, but whatever. I'm going to find that spot. And I'm going to, I'm going to park that car where the protests have been going on before the election results are in. I park it. But before I leave it, I'm going to cover the car in bumper stickers. I'm going to slap on a bunch of Trump, Pence 2020, Trump 2020, all lives matter. I Maybe put in some Hillary locker up stickers, an NRA, NRA sticker on there, blue lives matter sticker. Uh, uh, maybe one of the ones with, uh, you know, like Calvin and Hobbes where Trump's peeing on the word liberal or something like that. Maybe put a MAGA hat on the, uh, the dash. Maybe take another MAGA hat or maybe put a, a CAG hat. Is that what they call them? Keep America great. Not so great right now, just so you know. But I'm going to take the hat and I'm going to put it in the back window. And then I'm going to walk away. Just leave it there. Let it sit legally parked. And as the election results trickle in, my plan to get out of the lease comes together. So late night, November 3rd, early Wednesday morning, the 4th, if Trump wins... Everybody's going to be so pissed in downtown Portland, they will trash my car. If Trump loses, they will be so happy like the Lakers winning the national NBA championship. I know they don't win the national championship. I couldn't think of NBA. Like the Lakers winning the NBA championship, they will trash my car. Now, I checked. I have gap insurance. Now, if you don't know what gap insurance is, it means it's insurance that covers the amount you owe and and the amount the car's worth so the car may be worth 20 grand i owe 30 grand it covers that 10 grand they do that right i think so i have gap insurance either way 
Either Trump wins, Trump loses. Either way, my car is totaled. And my lease payment disappears. That, my friends, <laughs> is by far the most genius way to get out of a lease. Write it down. My song of the week for Halloween, with apologies to Megan the Stallion and, uh, and Cardi B. This one's called WAP. But it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with pumpkins. Some of you need to just get the kit on Amazon because I've seen a whole bunch of whack-ass pumpkins, man. This Halloween for my yard, bought a pumpkin extra large. Took a Sharpie, sketched a face like on botched. I'm gonna carve. Cut open the top, put it to the side. Pumpkin guts, stringy with slime. Scooping them out, piling them high. It's so orange and empty inside. Just like Trump, I ain't gonna lie. Then I grab a collection of knives. Come on, babe, those knives aren't for that. Nothing good knife says my wife want this scary make kids scream pumpkin legend pumpkin dream trick or treat up and down my street i'm gonna own this halloween honestly flawlessly something came over me steady hand like your man doing surgery making them moves like a pumpkin carpet cardi b best jack-o-lantern in jack-o-lantern history one more clip one more snip grab a candle light the wick honey come here you'll be amazed should have seen the look on her face you must be out of your gourd that's a whack-ass pumpkin take your ass back to the store and buy another pumpkin I'm talking wop, 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 that's a whack-ass pumpkin. I'm talking wop, 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 that's a whack-ass pumpkin. Could've done it better blind, that's a whack-ass pumpkin. A 187 on a rhyme, that's a whack-ass pumpkin. Talking wop, 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 that's a whack-ass pumpkin. I'm talking wop, 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 that's a whack-ass pumpkin. Known as the Atlanta Falcons of the podcast world, it's the Church of Spence-tology podcast. Wop, whack-ass pumpkin, you can see the video on my uh, YouTube page, Spencetology, S-P-E-N-C-E-T-O-L-O-G-Y, or Spencetology.com. There's a gourd in my house. There's a gourd in my house. Come on. I'm just giving it away for free, man. So follow me, subscribe, like, share, all that stuff. Uh, Alexa has all the details. Follow Spence on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Spencetology at S-P-E-N-C-E-T-O-L-O-G-Y. And check out Spencetology.com. These beats, uh, song's called Late Night Touch. Thank you so much to Professor Blue and Castor Troy for allowing me to use it. This has been the Church of Spencetology podcast. See ya.